Hello and welcome to ESPN Cricket for Stump Mike. I'm Karthik Iyer speaking to you after the second day's play of the fourth and final test between India and England from Ahmedabad. And unlike the previous test, this is not the final day. In fact, we're not even in terms of innings completed, we're not even halfway through. So there is plenty more cricket to look forward to in what has been yet again another riveting test series. With me today on the panel, Deba and Sen, welcome. Yes, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, we, of course, missed out on day one because of which uh, we got some messages on social media. So apologies for that. But yeah, uh, I suppose in two days, a lot has happened and there's plenty to catch up on. But India with uh, the definite advantage and largely thanks to that partnership between Rishabh Pant and Washington Sundar. Uh, uh, because it came at a time when it seemed like England was just clawing back. But now it looks like there's only one probable winner in this match. And with Deban Sen today, someone who missed the third test of the series... And I must confess that was not by choice. It was because the third test lasted just two days. So, Gaurav Sundaraman, welcome back to ESPN Cricket for Stump Bike. Hi, good to be back. I thought you uh, you missed it yesterday because you thought the test will get over today. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would have made sense. Unfortunately, I faced some... You know, these are, I guess, the problems of when we're all working from home. I faced massive internet issues and my backup wasn't holding up as well. So... Yeah, what can you do eh, when there's no office to support your internet connection? But anyway, let's get on with it. India, at the end of the day, are at 294 for 7. They lead by 89 runs. And uh, Devan, if you had told me this two hours ago, I, I would not have expected or believed that this could happen. Oh Yes, absolutely. I mean, just the way that that final session went, it has completely changed the momentum of the game. But uh, you will recall that, you know, even in our uh, little exchange on social media in the morning, I did say that uh, um, the kind of pitch that we have here, even a lead of, say, about 30-35 would have proved to be quite uh, decisive. So, uh, India have played it absolutely perfectly. Uh, yes, of course, uh, a few batting failures at the top of the order, which they wouldn't have really wanted. And even Rishabh Pant getting out uh, at the time that he did probably just has set them back by a few runs. But uh, nonetheless, he's done the damage before going away. And uh, Washington Sundar is also going well because the pitch is beginning to liven up quite a bit. It's it's offered something for the seamers right from day one. But now spin is also coming into the picture. I think England spinners were probably not uh, as effective and they were also a little bit unlucky. I'm sure we'll talk about uh, you know Dom Bess and his misfortunes on the day as well. But yes, India with uh, the definite advantage and England paying, I think. I mean, had we done a podcast yesterday, I'm sure whoever came on would have agreed uh, saying that England have erred in picking only three specialist bowlers. Because what it meant was uh, they were hugely dependent on the toss, which went right for them. But then they needed to bat at least something like four or five sessions, get somewhere in the region of 350 to 400 on this pitch uh, to give their bowlers a little bit of extra time and a little bit of extra breathing space. Because as the day progressed, you saw that England were missing that extra bowler and that's where uh, Pant and Sundar did so well to cash in. Speaking of uh, Rishabh Pant, he scored in what was his third test century today. 101 absolutely brilliant runs, which included an audacious river sweep of James Anderson with the new ball. In fact, when James Anderson took that new ball, his first two balls were just slapped away for four through the offside as well. Gaurav, how impressive was he? And I mean, before, before you even start... I'll just read out some of Rishabh Pant's maybe notable scores of 2021. Yeah, There was that 97 in Sydney. There was an 89 not out in, in Brisbane. There was a 91 in the first test of the series in Chennai. And now this. The maturity at which he's been scoring the run since the Australia 2, that's what has been very impressive. Uh, there was a debate in, uh, uh, obviously, like most WhatsApp groups, there was a debate about 
Rohit uh, and Rishabh Pant before the Australia series. And I was impressed with both. But after today's innings, I thought I'm super impressed with Rishabh Pant. Just the maturity, no no bad uh, shots. His 50 came of 82 balls. One of his what, second slowest 50 after the GABA test. And then today, uh, the second half, he scored it, you know, I think, 33 balls, the second 50. So he knew players were tired, the bowlers were tired. The new ball is not something they're really, uh, really worried about. They didn't want to play the no, uh, new ball. Uh, so they went on the attack and they capitalized. Very calculated this. And uh, yeah, you could see the disappointment in his fa- uh, in after when he got out at 101. He thought he could have easily got another 40-50 runs uh, towards the latter half of uh, the day. So uh, amazing maturity and uh, Panth has clearly proven to everybody that he's here to stay for a long time. Yeah, like like you say and like what Deban has also alluded to, that probably that wicket of Rishabh Panth has maybe just kept England in the game. We'll see when we come to your predictions towards the end of this podcast. But I want to ask you, Gaurav, now, I mean, the, the ongoing narrative of uh, Rishabh Panth, and you'll hear this throughout on social media, is never change Panth, never change Rishabh. Yeah? But I honestly believe, compared to two years ago, he, he has changed as a cricketer. I mean, he, he still has played some of the same shots, but I think in terms of both the way he executes his skill and in his mental approach to, to this format of the game in particular, a lot has changed. Yeah, I, I guess... Sometimes it's good to uh, be out of the team. Uh, he was dropped from the white ball setup, and all all those things matter. I'm sure uh, that's been in his mind. Uh, he didn't have a great IPL, also. Uh, if you remember, he came. Uh, he had, oh, I think, one decent innings towards the end. I think the finals, if I remember right. But otherwise, he really didn't uh, uh, do so well. So a lot of things, uh, these things, would have played in his mind, and. Uh, I'm sure he's been practicing and he's matured. You know, it's all about situational awareness. I, uh, I think a lot of people have understood now that Panth has the game. He always had the skill. It's about situational awareness, which he's really uh, improved. And it's very drastically, uh, we can see it while watching the game. It's not something uh, which uh, I'm sure everybody would have observed. He he's he didn't play those uh, lofty strokes early on. Didn't give Don't give too many chances. He was lucky with one... Uh, LBW appeal, but that that all that happens in uh, in the game. So uh, yeah, so and the fact that this is not the first time he's played it in Gaba in Sydney and all tough conditions, tough attack. Even today they were like literally one wicket away from maybe giving the initiative to England. And he, now at the end of the day, you're like almost leading by hundred and you're completely bossing the game. So that's a game changing innings, and he is in the mold of. Uh, Adam Gilchrist. I don't want to compare him right now too early, but at least India have someone who can do this. Mm, it was 80 for 4, you're right. And I think it was the last, what ended up being the last ball before lunch when Jinkya Rahane was out, Rishabh Pant came in in the second session, then he saw Rohit Sharma depart and then Ravi Chandran Ashwin went back to the pavilion as when they buy him. But it was then that Rishabh Pant came up clutch. Yeah, and uh, absolutely agree with what Gaurav said in terms of how he constructed his innings. I think that was the sign of this uh, maturity and the game awareness that uh, everybody's talking about. Uh, obviously, it took his time to settle in. He was faced with a lot of seam to begin with. Um, I thought it was interesting that Joru didn't use a lot of Jack Leach early on, perhaps still scarred from the uh, assault that he'd put in in Chennai. So that's the kind of uh, psychological effect that a player like him, a game changer like Rishabh Pant can have on the opposition. And then he started uh, cashing in once once the bowlers began tiring. 
the first 50, as as Gaurav mentioned, was a little slow, uh, but that was also because of the fact that he had lost uh, those two uh, senior partners in Rohit and Ashwin. So India at that stage did need to rebuild. Uh, Washington Sundar was also taking his time. And as soon as uh, the the thoughts of the new ball came in, you saw that there was a different punt at play. The way that he took on James Anderson, uh, Sundar started attacking Ben Stokes at the other end. And then, of course, yeah, that reverse lap sweep, uh, which had James Anderson just, you know, uh, walking back uh, to his mark and just looking up at the giant screen, probably just admiring and just wondering how the hell did he do that? So... Uh, Exquisite batting in that sense. And yes, yes, the audacity again. Just getting to his 100 with a 6. So, in many respects, putting team before self. Uh, that, that's another good attribute of some of these younger players who've come through the ranks in the Indian team in recent times. And yes, they've absolutely converted the situation of the match. Because uh, from 6 down, say, for about 140 or something, uh, England would have uh, fancied their chances of maybe bowling out India for something like 180 or 190. In which case, they would have had a tricky period to bat out, but they could have just regained some of the control in this match with maybe a 50 or a 60-run lead with maybe two or three wickets down. But now, as things stand, uh, there's every possibility if India can stretch out this lead a little bit more. I can see this match uh, getting over tomorrow, perhaps even a, a partial like you know, risk of a innings defeat for England because they've just not looked confident against the Indian bowlers. And yeah, it'll take something... Uh, truly heroic and truly remarkable in the second innings for them to change this match, uh, the course of this match. Deban, that reverse sweep against James Anderson with the new ball for four, the intent, brilliant, right? But can I also describe it as an edge for four? Well, it is an edge. It is uh, basically a white ball shot for all practical purposes, but it's a high percentage shot because there was a slip scordon. So, his only idea was essentially to just get it over the keeper and slips. So, in that sense, it was premeditated. Uh, it was completely not in the coaching manual. But he realized, I think it was smart cricket because he realized that with a new ball, James Anderson was not going to really pitch it short. So, he knew he had length to work with. And he had already bashed a couple of shots through the covers in, in the previous over of Anderson. So, he knew that in a fresh over, Anderson was probably not going to go for anything extraordinary with the first ball. It was going to be a regulation delivery just in that off-stump channel. And, and he hedged his bets and he played his shot. And yeah, I mean, of course, it would have looked silly had he sort of top-edged or bottom-edged it and, you know, been caught at slip. But that's the risk that uh, a stroke maker like Pant will always carry with him. So, yeah, he had a few close shaves, but... All in all, you have to give him credit. It was good innings. It was a well-paced innings. And it was just the kind of things that India needed on this day. So, Andrew Miller on our ball-by-ball comms for that shot. Yeah, Reverse lap over the slips. That right there is the reason James Anderson doesn't play white ball cricket anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's probably right. Okay, Gaurav, where do you stand on this? I've heard people say that it's the shot of the year so far. I personally don't agree, but where do you stand? Short of the year, wow. I need to recollect mm. so many games which have happened. I'll, I'll give you a couple, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but let's go India-centric then. At least short of the year for India. I'll give you a couple. There was that Washington Sundar Cummins when he hoiked him, pulled him yep. for six. There was Shardul's cover drive of, of Mitchell Stark. I think both those may be slightly better. Than there was another in terms of... six of Wash- uh, Nathan Lyon which Sundar hit with his face mm. down also. The, uh, oh, yeah, the no-look six. <laughs> yeah, the no-look six. But... Uh, Tough to uh, the Sundar to commence was also a pretty uh, audacious one, uh, but see these kind of strokes against Anderson, which nobody has played. Our ball by ball records say that nobody has played this kind of a shot against uh, Anderson. It's not an easy shot, and you would expect somebody to play that so early on with the new ball, right? So all this, if you take the situation, I would rate this uh, uh, right up there. 
Absolutely, and and you're right. You know, you know when the new ball is coming in, you would assume that this is England's time, maybe to get get back into the Test match. I think India had a lead of around maybe forty odd runs at that point of time, and you expect them to come back in, but Pant just took it away. Yeah, and uh, it's James Anderson, man, and it's new ball <laughs> that's tailor made for James Anderson, and he, and India. If you actually look at India's t- strategy tactics, uh, maybe from last night and this morning, first session, they were way too cautious with uh, Jimmy Anderson. And I think I'm sure the message, the plan would have been to show some intent and make sure that you don't uh, allow him to dominate the game. Uh, it it was very clear from the time actually Rahane uh, came into bat. Rahane actually started off really well, looked very uh, good, scored his early boundaries, which uh, made Debai and tweet and all that. But unfortunately. <laughs> uh, uh, he got out uh, pretty soon. So, uh, Pant made sure that he uh, continued that uh, at the right time. So, uh, hitting Anderson, new ball, uh, pretty amazing. And this is not the first uh, time and the last time you're going to see it. I'm sure he's going to do this to many bowlers. All right, then. Let, let's talk about India's innings from, from the top. Then India currently at 294, but it wasn't the best of stars for them. Let's go back to yesterday. Devayan Shubman Gill. He's not had the best of series. There is, I guess there is pressure on, right? With Mayank waiting in the wing scale, Rahul as well, probably even Prithvi Shaw is, is currently doing pretty well. Uh, yes, and it's a good problem to have a problem of plenty. I think uh, Gil will have his uh, share of you know low scores. He's he's also batted well. If you note the pattern right through the series, uh, barring maybe Rohit Sharma and Rishabh Pant and now Sundar to an extent, uh, nobody in that batting Indian batting order has really had a consistent series. And that's, I think, uh, a combination of factors. I think the lowest of them in terms of percentage is probably their individual forms. I think the biggest one is perhaps the fact that we've played on some pitches which are a little tricky for batting, irrespective of uh, which side you belong to. And this uh, English attack is also one of the better ones which has come to Indian shores in recent times, both in terms of its variety and its experience. So, you have to account for those factors. Uh, yes, Gill's failure was slightly, uh, you know, uh, unexpected one. But that early against Anderson, there's always that threat because he makes the ball move both ways. He's a master of uh, seam movement as well. And if you're not completely sure about your, you know, front foot movement, that's probably where he got done in because he got caught in the crease. Uh, Pujara's dismissal also was disappointing today because he seemed a little restless against Spain. He didn't really seem to have a, a completely watertight uh, sort of uh, uh, tactic or a strategy to counter the spin of uh, Jack Leach. Uh, Kohli surprised by an excellent ball from Ben Stokes, but yes, I mean, a rare. Uh, I think the first time since 1983 that an Indian captain has had two ducks in a series, some some stat of that sort. So, imagine that happening to Virat Kohli. And uh, I think uh, the issue here is that uh, this is the kind of pitch. I mean, I was I was watching closely on day one as well. So my initial. Uh, Verdict on this pitch was that it'll be pretty decent for the first two days, but after that, it'll start to play a few tricks. But I think uh, very quickly, I reassessed that to maybe the first two sessions because it it did wake up after that. Uh, It's offered a little bit of spin. It's offered a little bit of variable bounce from time to time, if you notice, because the seamers have got a lot of balls to bounce quite high. And uh, spin, on the other hand, has kept low on a few occasions, which is why you've had so many leg before decisions in this match already. And uh, the the difficult thing for a batsman's perspective here is that it is not difficult. It is not too difficult to survive here, but it is a difficult pitch on which to score runs because you had to you have to have a proper plan. You have to have the right areas to target, the right bowlers to target. So uh, it's it's just far too many factors, which is why you you saw the kind of uh, cautious innings which uh, Gaurav also alluded to. 
Uh, that's the kind of innings that Rohit Sharma played, which India needed at one end to just try and you know uh, chip away at that uh, England score. So in that sense, yes, Rahane came out and made things look a little bit easier, scored a few uh, attractive boundaries, but got out in that same positive intent as well in in that flow. So that's where Pant's innings really was an an absolute gem of an innings and the partnership with Washington Sundar because they've cashed in on the English weakness. England went into this match effectively with three front-line bowlers. Ben Stokes doesn't really bowl all that much as a full-time bowler these days nowadays. And Joe Root is uh, a part-timer who really did strike it rich in the last test match. But at the end of the day, he is a part-timer. So, all those facts considered, I think uh, India have really batted well in this middle order, this lower middle order to uh, arrest the initiative in this match. Otherwise, England could have been right back in it had they uh, bowled India out for a total anywhere in the region of, say, 180 to 200. So, let's slowly segue into England's bowling then. Uh, Gaurav, tell me, what hole does Jack Leach have over Cheteshwar Pujara? I mean, there's a stat, right? I think Pujara averages like 160-something against left-arm spin before the series. He scored 800-plus runs. He's, he's been dismissed just five times. But Leach has got him out four times already in, in this series. How How is Leach better or different to someone like a Santner or anyone before him? Uh, from, the, from a very technical angle, I'm not so sure with respect to what uh, Leach bowls, but what I did observe uh, is the speed. Uh, he's been varying his speed and he's like, I think um, Sanjay uh, Manjeka had mentioned in our show, uh, which I also kind of noticed was he didn't allow uh, Pujara to like come in the front foot and do his usual defense, right? So, uh, Pujara has to have uh, some other attacking short to get away from Leach. Leach was pretty consistent. And the other pattern which is emerging slowly and is something I have to actually dig up and see is if a, bo- a bowler seems to have the wood over Pujara for some time in a particular series, they continue to do so. It happened with Cummins. It's happened now with uh, uh, Leach. I need to go back and see. I don't want to uh, base it just upon two uh, two toes, but I think there's uh, there could be something there uh, if we go uh, dive deep and see that. So that's something I want to look so maybe he's also uh, uh, in his head. So suddenly someone can't become poor against left arm spin. I don't think it's any uh, technical weakness. Just that uh, Pujara has been slightly, again, overly defensive, trying to just uh, uh, take singles and not looking for the attacking shot. So maybe if he had stepped down and uh, hit a couple of boundaries, he would have got uh, some confidence. So I guess just that Leach has the... Uh, upper hand right now with uh, respect to Pujara. Do you agree with uh, Deba and Gaurav that uh, England have gone with the wrong combination when, when it comes to their bowling? Uh, not really because again, we're talking after uh, what happened, right? In hindsight, they were 146 for 6. I would have taken that any day, any day because you don't get India very rarely in such situations. They got, uh, they were dismissed for 140 odd the, the previous test and again, it just matter of one wicket. Uh, maybe I would question Root's uh, uh, captaincy a little bit. Uh, I, I felt that he bowled Bess too long. I felt Root should have actually come in earlier. Uh, the moment he saw Bess uh, leaking runs, that was a problem. Is that is that best decision then not so that he doesn't undermine one of his main spinners? Yeah, if he puts himself on, it's basically telling Bess that 
even I'm bowling better than you. Which route probably is? So that's where the captain comes in, right? You have to take those hard calls. Remember, like I know I'm bringing up a random example, but Dhoni that never used to bowl even like experienced guys like Harbhajan and Ashwin in T20s because maybe that day that situation uh, they they were not required. So that's what a captain has to do. Uh, it does not undermine Bess. Bess is still young, right? Uh, if he did give him a chance, if he he was leaking runs, immediately you have to tend to uh, change. I would have maybe uh, tried a little more with your two best bowlers, Anderson and Leach, more at that point in time, and made sure that we uh, they got the wicket. Because the moment Pant or Sundar were dismissed, I don't think say a one at one seventy for seven if an Aksar is coming is way different from leading by hundred and an Aksar Patel batting right the pressure is so less so uh, the batsman may not go for those attacking shots etc so I think that's where Eglin made a mistake the combination uh, uh, a lot of uh, people might feel that they could have played another bowler who I don't know how how much of a difference that a broad or, or the Maybe Archer, to a certain extent, seeing the bounce that Stokes got, I felt Archer would have made a difference. But see, if you had played Archer or Broad, what you what you need to also realize, then maybe Stokes wouldn't have bowled, correct? Stokes has bowled only three, four overs uh, till now in uh, per innings in the previous test. So all that happens now because uh, you didn't and, and play. And I think it also should be said that Broad has went wicketless in the last two ma- matches. And, and I think has Archer, a they mentioned pretty poor record in India. Also. Yeah, in India, and they mentioned I think Archer has some sort of elbow injury that that he's been carrying. Correct. So correct. So you yeah. left it only Ollie Stone, and I think uh, if you give Stokes the responsibility and tell him that hey, you need to do this for me, I want you to bowl your best, give it your heart out. He's done it, and he bowled very well. So. I have uh, no problems with that addition. Uh, in fact, Dan Lawrence actually scored uh, some runs as well to give them a decent score. So uh, I wouldn't blame their team combination. In hindsight, it's easy because of this partnership. But if you told me before the test, you will be one. India will be one forty-six for six before two, and they, we have a chance to maybe limit the lead to less than thirty. I would have taken it. So Gaurav, you tweeted. I think this was at stumps and. Uh, Deban, the tweet is interesting, and I think it's what it's what the conversation will lead to maybe after this series. If everyone is fit, yeah, uh, India will need to try and figure out their best eleven based on the conditions. I have one question though, and this is relating to another player who starred today, uh, Washington Sundar. He is batting not out at sixty. He is going to try and improve India's lead tomorrow. A is Washington becoming more of a batsman who bowls a bit? especially with the, the, the limited amount of time he's gotten into bowl. And B, if that's the case, Debayan, is now Hanuma Vihari slot in <laughs> the India eleven absolutely under threat? Oh, yes, absolutely. And and this, you will recall, this is something that I mentioned uh, from the time we saw uh, Washington Sundar the first time in Australia, then also in the Chennai Test match where he played in the first game, that he just offers them uh, a complete bonus because he is capable of playing as a, an out-and-out batsman. And whatever he offers uh, extra as a bowler is just a bonus uh, because he he has an organized technique. In fact, I would think a little bit more uh, out of the box as well. I would keep him as a sort of a floating member of the batting order because if you think that there's probably a tricky chase coming up or something, just play him up. Uh, um, You would recall that I also suggested that during uh, Brisbane that uh, maybe he could be elevated to number three or number four. Because he, he could just provide a little bit of a different angle uh, for the opposition bowlers to work with. And he has a decent technique against pace. So he, he won't be too ruffled by, you know, seamers coming at him right right with the new ball. 
so uh, yeah he offers a lot of flexibility and again this is a great situation for the indian selectors to uh, be faced with because uh, not only is ravindra jadeja going to uh, come back uh, at some stage hardik pandya will also be available for selection so uh, depending on the situations they can uh, play around with this uh, all rounder slot they can try and slot in somebody who fits the bill perfectly and it helps them give just a little bit more flexibility around with the rest of the bowling combination because we know that india when they are fully fit they have a really good uh, pace bowling unit so so with your best bowlers you you combine somebody who's like a washington sundar who you know slots in as a second spinner or as a first spinner maybe on on a really greenish pitch uh, it just opens up a lot more avenues for the captain so it it's a good situation to be in and it's it's a good embarrassment of riches now in the indian test team yeah for gorov's views on india's test team and 11 moving forward just head over to his twitter handle yeah there's plenty of engaging discussion happening there it's gorov at gorov underscore sundar gorov but we will get your opinion on tomorrow predictions divan kind of indicated that this could be a three day test selfishly i wanted to go on a bit longer because i'm not done for test cricket to end yet so where do you think this match is heading england probably need to keep india to a maximum 100 run lead it's getting over tomorrow and for your dose of test cricket <laughs> you can go to west indies and watch west indies sri lanka play some mm. uh, uh, test matches uh, later this uh, month but i think yeah. it's getting over tomorrow because it, it's very hard for england to come back mentally i i still think they will add some uh, maybe sundar might go on to get his century tomorrow and uh, india might uh, add some valuable runs and uh, england will come in very tired and spinners will take uh, a lot of wickets and I, w- i won't be surprised if it's an innings win or worst case india might have to come in and chase a, f- a few and uh, maybe they hit to hit the winning runs fittingly deban i'm sure you'll get this what sequence am i referring to 178 134 164 112 81 205 i have it down in in an exchange with uh, the tv director hemant butch i said that uh, i think england are going to get bowled out for 120 odd so for india to get uh, an innings victory i suppose they have to add 30 more tomorrow uh, 30 35 more uh, which which is very much within the realms of possibility and just to top it off i'll i'll just go back a little bit and i'll say that it's not with hindsight i think england have really earned in their team selection i know there were uh, circumstances they obviously wanted to play dom best because they felt that he really missed out on the last test match Uh, they couldn't play archer because there were some uh, reports of his uh, his injury so that obviously was a big blow for them they wanted to play an extra batsman but then my question would be then why not play him in place of somebody who's not been performing as well maybe somebody like an ollie pope because what they've done is really they've hamstrung themselves in this match uh, like i said right at the top of the uh, podcast that ideally the script would have played out for them uh, if they'd won the toss they would have wanted to post something like 400 then have enough time and that flexibility to be able to sort of bowl both with an attacking field as well as to contain to try and put some pressure on the indians i think they've read the pitch to an extent right that it will take some spin but they just haven't uh, taken into account the kind of bounce and assistance it has offered assistance it has offered for seamers so that's where they've really really messed up and i think jim james anderson and uh, ben stokes they have bowled their heart outs both of them but it's just not enough they would have really welcomed the third seamer maybe somebody like an ollie stone perhaps at the expense of dombes or perhaps even at the expense of one of the batsmen that would have given them a little bit more flexibility in this particular match but yeah i think they've just uh, sort of gone in with a slightly negative attitude and this will cost them in the final analysis okay last last word then uh, deban we'll start with you why are we 
and i know and i know i just uh, reeled out scores that england have got but why are we giving england absolutely no chance in their batting to to come good in 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 the second innings i mean the, the players at least on paper i mean you have johnny besto you have joe root you have ben stokes you have crawley who did well it it should be a a pretty strong batting lineup so why are we giving them why is nobody giving them a chance see they are quality players there's no doubting that but uh, you have to take a few factors into account uh, they don't have a lot of experience of playing in the subcontinent uh, the only other team that they've done well against uh, previously before this was sri lanka which didn't really have that well rounded a bowling attack to exploit the conditions even there the ball was turning and even there not many of their batsmen made a lot of runs and this indian attack is quite well balanced it's it's been well shuffled we we must give credit to virat kohli for that on day 1 he was exceptional with his captaincy the way that he shuffled his bowlers around gave them short little spells and mohammad siraj i mean what a terrific spell that he bowled the two wickets that he got uh, outstanding wickets and especially the one to joe root was an absolute peach the way that he trapped him before that getting a couple of balls to swing away and then just like you know trapped him in the crease uh, first ball after a break so uh it's it's just a very difficult team to come up against and finally of course the conditions i mean uh, we just can't seem to get away from talking about the pitch uh, this is a slightly better pitch but i'll probably quote from what sanjay manjrekar said on our show yesterday on match day in the post show he was talking he was asked by a reader that is this a good pitch and he gave a very good example he said that you know everything is relative in life so if you're somebody who you know lives uh, who's unfortunate enough to live on the footpath then you look at somebody who has a one bedroom house and you say that wow this man is really living in some luxury so that's the way that he <laughs> sort of gave an analogy from previous two test matches to this pitch but he did warn that this pitch will start showing its true colors from the second and third day onwards uh, which is why i would expect day 3 will be even tougher to bat on uh, and that's why i think it's really minimalistic chances of england making a fist of this if they do it'll be great but yeah don't uh, count your you know uh, count your chickens on that happening mm it's a perfect time to plug our previous podcast as well which was sanjay manjrekar talking to ronak kapoor for 30 plus minutes only on pitches it's an it's an excellent listen if you have at the time gorav last word with you give give england some hope any hope there, there is still a series to draw right Yeah, and Australia to make the World Test Championship mm. final. Though that at at one forty six for six, you would think that was possible. Aussie fans must have been happy after they beat New Zealand as well. But unfortunately, so so Pant is not just beating Australia <laughs> in Australia. He's coming here and doing it as well. Yeah, excellent. That's exactly what Pant has been doing. And we've gone through this entire twenty five thirty minutes without even talking about the biggest moment of the day. I'm very surprised. Do you want to go? Uh, do you want to go for that, uh, Karthik? Do you have any? Which idea? one now? I'm confused. Is it him getting to his hundred with a six? So. It has nothing to do with Rishabh Pant. It has. Uh, it's, a, it's just the second time someone's got out for duck twice in a series. Oh yeah. I, so you know what? In in my notes, it's written should we worry about Virat Kohli? <laughs> But as I was, as we were talking, I was like, maybe this is not the right yeah, time to have. Yeah, absolutely that not the right time. You've taken the right call, and I think uh, it uh, it's uh, it's Rishabh Pant's day, and we have to dedicate it to him. And he's going to be uh, unless Aksar does something unbelievable t- tomorrow, taking six or seven wickets. I think it's Rishabh Pant's test, uh, and he'll be the man of the match. All right, excellent. G Stats and Devan, thank you so much for joining us today after day two of India versus England. Both of you are predicting tomorrow will be the final day, so listener, join us then. <laughs>